I think this was the worst one. When I first did OnlyFans, there was an article and it was like, Lottie Moss hits rock bottom and does OnlyFans and all of this. And it was written by women as well. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And they were saying stuff about my family and things like that and to do with like, how disappointed they were and how all of this. And at the time I was living in Beverly Hills in a mansion and I was taking photos for OnlyFans on top of Bentley. And I was like, do you know what? <laughs> if this is rock bottom, I'll stay here. <laughs> like, this is lit. Like, I was go going to house parties with like Drake. I was like, you know what? I'm not a rock bottom. I'm doing the best ever. Like, so I think like, you know, you know, I was, I was shooting with my friends. I was having the best time. I was doing, and I did an underwear com campaign for IMG. Like I was having the best time out there. And I just thought that is so comical. Like, I think that's why I don't really let it get to me because my life is so amazing and I have such amazing friends and family that I just, you know, it's, yeah. I've had it since I was so young as well. One for you and that's for your trolling. Yeah. yeah. You're listening to Emily Blackwell's Mother Half, a podcast Emily's making with her mum, Rachel Blackwell. Emily and Rach love to talk about their family history and they'll also be talking to special guests about their backgrounds and what their mums are like. Who would you like to hear from? Get in touch on the Mother Half socials. Hello everyone and welcome back to Emily Blackwell's Mother Half podcast. We are flying through these. We are so excited today because we've got our first ever guests. Plural. We're first guests. We're so excited. We've got Lottie Moss and her amazing mum Inga on the pod today. Hello. <laughs> Who cares about her? <laughs> I was just going to say the same thing. You, Mum and Inga, people don't know this, but you guys are actually friends anyway. Yeah. We're actually we're really friends. good friends. It just, yeah. we thought, how But that's you? the nice bit, is that we know you. Yeah. It's not just guests, but it is actually, you know, we, we know you really well. <laughs> <Yeah>. Friendship. <laughs> we have had to go on Wikipedia to find out about them, because we already know all about them anyway. This is true. Well, I mean, me and Emily have known each other for... Eight years now, almost. Eight years. Wow. Yeah, we we moved up to Lots London together. Well, I met Emily on my first ever night out in London. Actually, do you remember this? In, yeah. I was in the smoking area. She said, saw you. Mom, I, I met like... a girl. You know, out last night, and we're going to move in together. <laughs> Okay. So and then we actually did. Do you know what's so funny? All those smoking area plans that you make that never go anywhere. You know, they're like girls' bathroom when you're in the club. They never go anywhere. And then we actually ended up staying friends for this long and we moving moved in, in together. together. It was so weird. I got a text from Lottie the next day being like, so nice to meet you last night. So, yeah, I know that we discussed about looking around flats. <laughs> Are you keen? I was like, yeah. And the next thing you know, we're packing our bags and moving to London. Been in Riverside, baby. But what a wild time we had. My God. What a, what a, what a life. Honestly, I would do it all over again the exact same. We had the funniest <laughs> times. Do you know what's funny? So one of the first videos on like my camera roll, because I think it was when I'd got a new phone or something. One of the first videos is me and Emily, so, so drunk, crawling through the bushes. Do you remember this? Yeah. Like, crawling through the bushes, going into the flat, because we had all this like greenery at our old flat. Yeah. And Shrubbery. we were crawling through the bushes with McDonald's and a chicken wrap from yeah. Tesco. Yeah. And there was just a trail of chips from the top of our flat all the way down the elevator, all the way through the flat, all the way down the stairs, just French fries, a chicken nugget, nugget here, yeah. a receipt here, a McDonald's bag there. And I was like, oh gosh. There was also a concierge and he used to like 24 hours, he'd sit there. And obviously when you go in at like three in the morning, oh, absolutely God. hammered. I remember just getting on, he he had must have gone on a break or oh, I remember control, this. And I got on the chair behind his oh, desk no. and Lottie was like pushing me around. The, I mean, it was just, we were Chaos. reckless. Chaos. Chaos. 
but what fun and you know what we've made some brilliant memories and you know learned from many a many a mistake <laughs> been through multiple breakups together oh my god um, yeah good times bad times saved you from a few <laughs> from a few situations and shit. oh my god yeah, let's not go there <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll save that for another pod oh yeah, yeah. but you guys because you, the reason why it's quite nice to have you guys on because you've got a similar mother-daughter relationship to the, us guys. Yeah. You're very close. You're very open with each other. Like, you pretty much, there's no filter. Or is there a filter? Is there, like, a boundary? Do you know what? I will say, actually, like, me and my mum have gone through times where we're really open. And then sometimes where, like, we're not so... We're, like, I don't say so much. But I think as well, when you grow up, there are more things that you don't say because, you know, there's, like, more complicated things and situations and things like that but I think it scares I scares me to know that there are stuff you don't tell me because <laughs> I would have said that she tells me everything and the fa- <laughs> and too much that's what too you much think. too much but that's too much. the thing whenever I and say something you, you say it's too much so I just I'm like okay <gasps> no I think I, I tell you most of the things but I think like like you guys are very open you go in the ins and outs I remember you were telling me what's like about like I think you you talk about your sex life with Rage, don't you? Well, no. I think you're used to a little bit. No, she doesn't. No, no, in fact, you don't. No, but no, I don't. But as in, you'll probably ask me a question. I probably just answered it. Yeah. Yeah. You've been fairly straightforward. Though. I have a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I have my moments. Yeah. Not every. I'm not going to tell my mum about every guy that I go on a date or every girl, or whatever that I go on a date with, because I just think there's not really any point. Some of them, you're like, you go on the day and you literally never speak to them again. So it's like, why would I... You used to call me the next day and say, oh, mum, I met met my husband now. I'm going to marry him. Well, that's if it goes well. (laughs) So that's the day day after the date. It's like, oh, God, I'm going to marry this one. (laughs) Oh, he's different. (laughs) This is so different. That's my favourite quote. (laughs) Yeah, don't worry. I have loads of friends that do that. And then the next day they're like, yeah, no, not happening anymore. (laughs) Oh, no, but it's nice. You're very close. We yeah, we are very close, close yeah. yeah. And I do feel that, like, I could go to my mum with anything and, you know, I feel like I've gone to you with many things that I thought I'd be judged about and you've been very open and very nice about it. I think we're very similar, really. I mean, like, you always tell me that when you were younger, like, I remind you a lot of you when you were younger. Well... <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I'm better looking, but, like... <laughs> yeah, well, bye-bye. More of an icon, but, you know... More of an icon? <laughs> I was an icon in my own lunchtime. No, you yeah. were. You were stunning back in the day. I've seen lots of pictures. Still stunning Still now. Still stunning. Uh, yeah. Mounting up. Anyway, but, uh, yeah, no, we, I, th- I think that we're quite similar in many ways. And I think that uh, what helps is that I get you. And all of the madness yeah. that goes on sometimes is that I kind of get it. I get you. Yeah. yeah. And I think that makes it easier than I do not actually say... I told you so, or I'm not judgmental. No. No. Never. Because I do, I kind of get where it's coming from yeah. more than just jumping in and mm. saying, oh, you know. So, yeah, no, but no, that's yeah. important because a lot of mums, especially if their daughter's doing OnlyFans and stuff, they wouldn't get it. Like a lot of mums would be quite she judgy. She didn't get it at first. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, you didn't speak to me for a week or well, two That's I, not long. <laughs> no, it's not very long. <laughs> no, I didn't, I didn't get it because one, I didn't know what it was, but... Because you were a spontaneous person. So you tended to dive into this and that and the other. And I was always scared for you more than anything. I don't think I'm spontaneous. I think I'm impulsive. I think that's the better oh, yeah, word okay. to Oh, yeah, OK. All right, OK. That might be it. Yeah. yeah. The thing is that I felt protective because I knew how, you know, people saw you. The media was always judging and writing things. And I sort of thought, 
I don't mind what you do. I really don't. I'm not, whatever makes you happy. But I was always scared that, you know, you would make the wrong decision. Mm. You know, yeah. And that yeah. it would you would later really regret it or you, it would go so far that you would never be able to get away from it. As you say, you know, it just took my, it took a while and it was very chaotic and it was yeah. very, people were very... I mean, I was in LA when it happened and I, I called my agency because I knew that they dropped me as soon as I'd done it. And they were like, we're going to drop you. And I was like, cool, I don't care. Like, I didn't want to be with that agency anymore so badly that I was like, how can I get out of this? <laughs> they called me. They called me. And yeah. so we got a, we had a lot of phone calls coming from different angles saying, oh, my God, what's she doing? Yeah. Da, 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 and I think it was hard for you because I think from the outside, from everyone else's view, everything was going really well for me. And I think as well, because at this point, I actually didn't really tell my mum what was really going on with me, mm. how badly I was struggling. Like, Emily... Me, me and you were very close, you know, mm -hmm. at the beginning of my modelling and stuff. And I think you saw how badly my mental health was affected and how unhappy I was, actually, essentially, mm -hmm. in doing what I was doing. <clears throat> and um, I think as well, I didn't really realise how manipulated I was being by the industry. And I, and then I think when I realised, it made me so depressed. I just sunk further and further down. And I felt so bad as well because I was like... Everyone around me was like, you should be so happy, you should be so grateful. Yeah. And every time I was sad as well, you know, like, and I, you know, I didn't want to show up to set. And I was crying in the bar. I'd lock myself in toilets and be, I can't, don't want to do this, I don't want to do this. It's like sending, you know, your child to Harvard and going, this is law school, I'm paying for it for you. And you're going, I don't want to be a lawyer. They're yeah. like, well, you should be grateful because loads of people would want to go. And you're like, yeah. but this is not what I want to do. And it's I think that was. hard as a parent because you think. And I made her so. I thought I made you so proud. And that's another reason why well, I was like. That's the kind of things then I have yeah. to look back and kind of think. But you also have to remember that you were 18, you were out of college. And I just thought, what an opportunity. Just thinking, yeah, just hang in there. And yeah. you were a little bit judgmental of my OnlyFans at the beginning, I will say. I think it's because you didn't really gather. It's I, I'm a completely different generation, Charlotte. Yeah. You have to remember that. I you know was... who was fine with it was Dad. My dad was absolutely fine with it. I called him literally on the day. I was like, yeah, yeah cool. but he's kind of he was sort of East in a few years before that. Yeah, you know, my images. sister. <laughs> but the thing is, then I grew up with women's liberation. You know, it was all about women being seen for being women and not as sex objects yeah. and all of that mm. kind of stuff. And we were proud of our bodies. We went, you know, on the beach topless and we would not take, you know. Yeah. And this, to me, became sort of exactly what we were against. But it, that you're kind of contradicting yourself in that way when you say that because you say... You know, we came from empowering women. So why shouldn't women be able to take their tops? Yeah, but we why should they be able to take the tops off on the beach but not take pictures? No, but we didn't do it to be sexy. But I'm not doing it. I'm doing it because I love it. I'm doing it because I feel sexy. Why shouldn't you feel sexy? No, because we you know didn't I mean? want us to Why is feeling sexy bad? Do you know what I mean? Why You're like, we didn't do it to be sexy. Why shouldn't you do it to be sexy? Because When we go out and take, you know wear nice outfits, we do it to feel sexy, you know? I When I take these no, pictures I I, and, like, videos and stuff, I feel sexy. I yeah, put my we makeup were on, on I put a my... mission, Charlotte, for something that needed to be changed. Yeah. So we had a completely different agenda on what we were doing because mm. it was... You have to remember that women back then was... You know, it was not equal pay. It was so many things for women that needed to be addressed. And mm. part of it was that we were in charge of our own bodies. We were allowed to yeah. do whatever we wanted to without men being on the sideline, making it sort of ob 
objective... Objectifying, yeah. Exactly. So this is a package that is way more than... I think yeah. it's nice to be sexy. Of course it yeah. is. And it's a good thing. And it's Because I see it in the way of, like, I feel so empowered when I do what I do. And I've met so many girls through it that feel so empowered with doing what they do as well. Like, you know, I actually have, I have friends in LA that are porn stars and they love what they do. And like, they- I'm just so intrigued. So Lottie, my darling, what are the fours and against of doing OnlyFans? What do you love about it and what do you hate about it, if anything? What I love about it is that I think I like the fact that like, I've taken my control back of like my images, like how I'm perceived on an app, like, I think it's a kind of like Instagram when you post whatever you want. Like, it's so nice to have creative control. Like, Brilliant. I can, like, I get myself in my outfits. I can choose whatever outfits I want. I choose my makeup. I choose my hair. And I also have, like, my friends take my pictures. Like, my best friends taking pictures of me. And it made me feel, like, fun and happy and sexy. So I think that makes me feel good. As well, like, when, you're, when you've put on nice lingerie and you look in the mirror and you feel sexy, it makes you feel better about yourself. So I think that's definitely a pro. I think a con is definitely like how people perceive it. Yeah. You know, and how people view it. And I think we're still, you know, we're coming into an age where it is getting better for women and it is getting, you know, we are starting to get more power. But I think it's still such a long way to go in the fact that like, why are women in the sex industry so shamed? Because I just think like, if you do anything else as a woman, you know, you're empowered. But this is the one industry that doesn't, it hasn't sort of been cracked yet. And I think it's, you know, coming from the modeling industry as well, like where I feel like women were very like put down and stuff like that. There's still a lot of that going on in that industry, but that never gets spoken about. But I can speak for OnlyFans and say that it's a very, very safe app. Everything is monitored by human beings. Every single thing is checked. Every single message is checked. You cannot sign up for the website without putting a picture of your passport and a picture of yourself with the passport, like the side by side. So it's, you can't legally enter the website, like legally enter the website and be um, a, a certified, verified creator on the website without being 18 and over. So there's nothing, also there's no, nothing like, you know, CD, under, yeah, CD yeah. or nothing like, and there's yeah. no, you know, dark you know, anything web. dark on there because it is all monitored. And by the way, like out of all the apps, it's so funny when I'm on there, I get the nicest messages. <laughs> it's, well, I've not never got hate on this app. I've never got hate on this app. Everyone's just nice and kind and like there for like, do you know what I mean? I've never had, I've never seen a social media platform that has just had nice comments on it. Like, do you know what I mean? When you go on TikTok, you post, and there's always one person that's like, oh, like, you could post the sky is blue, I'm out for a walk with the dogs. Do you know what I mean? The, oh, you're, you think you're better than everyone because you're out for a walk. Do you know, there's <laughs> always we someone. In, we were in Sainsbury's and they would this guy. Oh, my God. Charlotte. This guy comes up to me from, and he's obviously been on my OnlyFans, and he comes up to <laughs> me in Sainsbury's, and I was shopping with my mom. And, and so he comes up, he goes, Lottie, and I was like, <laughs> and I'm thinking, oh, he knows me from like social media or something. And he's like, oh, like, you know, it's, it's me. And I'm... <laughs> By the time I'd thrown myself under a shelf. You weren't there. You weren't even there. You were, she was off on the other side of Sainsbury's. I was like, thank God she wasn't there for this. And he was like, you're so beautiful in person. And I was like, oh, no. And I just knew that, you know, when you just know it was not. And he was like, what are you doing here? And I was like, my parents live here. And he was like, oh, OK. And I was like, nice to meet you. Bye. But what was his name? Like Prince Albert 454. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Triple X. Sexy man, 567, do you know what I mean? But I'm confused, right? Big John. So explain this to me because as someone who has never even used the app before, 
So what is it? You got you post every day, like Instagram. You can post nudes. every day or you can is, post... Is it fully nude or just like underwear or videos? And then you also chat to these guys. And how much are these men paying for this? Oh, you, you can't ask. You can't <laughs> ask Donna. No, I can't. I want to know. You can ask whatever you want. Okay. You can ask no whatever you want. I'm an open book, as you know. <laughs> um, so it kind of works like Instagram. The layout is kind of the same. Um, you have a profile page. Um, and then it's done sort of in where it's like... You have, so I have a whole bank of pictures, videos, and things like that, and then we'll go into it. So the feed, you don't see anything, basically. I know, I tried to sign up when you first started, just to be a support. I saw friend. you. <laughs> I thought, oh, I've got to support her, I'll put in my card. Big ends, one, two, three, I saw you there, girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so, and then you, put, you can post whenever you want, whenever you feel like it, and, um, you know, I take new content every week, so there's, like, always something in there. And then you'll just chat to the guys on it. You just go in and... So do the guys, or girls as well, do they pay a fee to talk to you or is it a fee to see your feed? So or both? Normally, you could see some creators on OnlyFans do a subscription-based platform. So normally, you, well, you do have to subscribe, but some people have free and some people have paid. I actually have two accounts running right now. I have a paid account and a free one. So you can subscribe for free... But then you have to pay to see anything else, basically. Nipples. Yeah, nipples. <laughs> and how many followers have you got there now? I've got around 80,000 right now. Ooh, my God. That's a lot of nipples. But normally you get less. Like, <laughs> I did that because it's my free, my free account has 80,000. My paid account is like 1,000 or something because nice. they have to pay every month. So it's normally better to do just a free subscription because then you get you get more people coming in and then they just pay for what they want. Do you know what I mean? Instead of them feeling like, oh, it's or more scary. you once and they've seen, you, seen it all. I think so they that. sometimes <laughs> feel like it's a bit hectic having to subscribe every month. So I think when they subscribe for free and then they can just pay for what they want, they feel a bit more like they're in control of it. Yeah. But uh, how, what are they paying? Like £25, £10? Honestly, £10. it completely ranges from what the content is. Um, obviously, a lot of people... Like, I, there's a lot of... <laughs> There's a lot of people that do comedy on there, and there's a lot of people that like athletes that are on there. There's a lot of people that do baking. I've seen people have cooking, sexy cooking on there. Oh yeah. Well, not they. I've not seen it on there on the app, but I've seen people then post it onto their Instagram, going like, yeah. and they're like doing this baking, but like in this lingerie. But I will say, like, there is a genuinely a market for everything. Like, I know girls that sleep on like OnlyFans do like streams where they sleep. Sorry? Just like sleeping. Like people want to watch people sleep sometimes. Like people do that on Twitch as well and get paid for it. Wait, this you is incredible. I love napping. Yeah. I perfect. could make <laughs> yeah. turn the camera on and nap, babe. We missed out there. We missed people out do there. like people do eating. Um so I've Lotments. done I've done before where I've been in a bikini and I've just eaten I've just ate a, a cheeseburger and you get paid for that. Um there was a girl, this is a really weird request. So I asked, I asked like um, so I have a somebody that also like manages my account with me as well and helps me out yeah. with it. And I was like, what's like, what's the weirdest request you've seen? Do you know what I mean? And he was like, oh, there was somebody that asked to be fully clothed with a life jacket on. Like it's simple as that. Like Okay. Yeah, no, but strange, but it is what it is. We're missing a trick here, Em. Everyone's got, trick. everyone's got kinks. Really we not. forget this. And I think a lot of kinks are shamed because people find them weird. And I think I love OnlyFans because it's a place where you can just come and there's no judgment. Mm. Like, I see these messages from these guys and sometimes I'll get messages and they'll be like, hey, how was your day? Like, I've just had a really difficult day today. Like, this was not my day, blah, blah, blah. And we just respond and, like, have a chat. Like, sometimes it doesn't even need to be sexual. Obviously, really? the mess, the, you pay for the messages as well. <laughs> but, um, yeah, sometimes it doesn't need to be sexual. I think there's a lot of people out there that just, like, don't have anyone to talk to. 
I agree. And, and like, and feel like they're like they're at home with their wife, and they don't feel like they're getting you know pleasured sexually in the way that they want to because they feel ashamed. So they come to OnlyFans and they knock one out. Yeah, oh, Mum. No, but the thing is that nobody knows this. It's amazing. Yeah. Let, let me ask you some questions, Inga, my darling. Yeah. Now, when you see Lottie in the headlines, which is quite a bit at the moment, mm -hmm. do you read it all? Do you do you know it's already going to come out? How do you feel about it when you see oh? No. Headline, Lottie Moss. I'm lucky because we we have such a relationship that I know a lot. Charlotte will, you know, we have that conversation. She will already have told me, you know, or... So, no, I don't really... It depends a little bit. I mean, it's, you know, if it's the Daily Mail, well, I'm not bothered no. at all because I don't believe... You know, I know. I don't... It's not a matter of not believing what they write. I know for a fact that they write stuff that is not true. Well, there was yeah. one this week saying that you've all yes. gone to a pub and sat round a table and had a big discussion with Kay. I don't Did know. Did you see that? What? Yeah. No, I saw it today. Yeah. And <laughs> it was it was a couple of days ago. Yeah. So apparently there had been sort of a summit uh, with with the family and sat down with Kate and talked about. They're pulling these out of the hat at this point, aren't they? <laughs> wow. They sat at the drawing board and they said, right, what and should we make is, up today? This is two months ago. And we haven't, you know, it's that that in itself is just a pure lie because that oh, didn't bizarre. happen. Bizarre. So and also sort of the talk about uh, Charlotte upsetting uh, Kate and blah blah blah, all of these old stories that sort of keep getting in to try to sort of create friction or give, you know. And they released they released the one about me really disappointing Kate. They released that while I was in rehab because they knew that it would upset me. That. Yeah, so it's just all of these which is really things. foul. Like they knew that I was in rehab, and then they released that article to upset <laughs> me. And my sister called me, and she said they have done this to me because I called her really upset. And she said to me, they have done this to me for years. Every time you're at your lowest, they will push you down and push you down. And then as soon as something really happens, then oh, it's so sad what happened to her. Oh, like that, like they've done with like and you know well, R.I.P. But like suicide. Caroline Flack, yeah. they yep. push you yeah. down, push you down, push yeah. you down. And then as soon as something really happens and people get really depressed and you know people die, then it's oh R.I.P. How sad. Yeah, you know, like it's just such bullshit. But when I spoke to Kate about that, she said I'm not disappointed in you. Absolutely do whatever you want. She was like, I'm actually quite glad that you're not doing what I'm, you know, what I used oh. to do, and you've made your own way and you're doing what you do. I don't give a shit. She's like. I don't care, do what you want. <laughs> Apparently, Kate was supposed to have suggested to you that you should take my maiden name, which is, <laughs> I'm, I'm just sort of saying, good luck, because I have to spell my Norwegian maiden what is name, it? even Say in it. Norway, uh, Solnardal. I mean, is I that to, to say that she, she told me to take, like, to not use her name? <laughs> yeah, because she, you was, you were sort of mm, shaming the name. the name, disgracing the, oh my God, but I mean, it, you know, the whole story is, Nonsense. So, so the thing is that I know that, you know, a lot of stuff that we have read in the past as well is it's just not true. It's just not happened. You know, mm. we are supposed to have a mansion in uh, Sussex, you know, her rich parents down in the... Yeah, right. And <laughs> I wish. And, you know, it's just things that comes, you know, they just puke out all these things. And yeah. it's just not true. You're listening to Emily Blackwell's Mother Half, a podcast Emily's making with her mum, Rachel Blackwell. So, my darling Lottie, yes. what is the worst headline you've ever read about yourself? You've or read it, or even like a troll. What's the worst headline troll? I think this was the worst one. When I first did OnlyFans, there was an article and it was like, 
Lottie Moss hits rock bottom and does OnlyFans and all of this. And it was written by women as well. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And they were saying stuff about my family and things like that and to do with like how disappointed they were and how all of this. And at the time I was living in Beverly Hills in a mansion and I was taking photos for OnlyFans on top of Bentley. And I was like, do you know what? <laughs> if this is rock bottom, I'll stay here. <laughs> like, this is lit. Like, I was go going to house parties with like Drake. I was like, you know what? I'm not at rock bottom. I'm doing the best ever. Like, so I think like, you know, you know, I was, I was shooting with my friends. I was having the best time I was doing. And I did an underwear campaign for IMG. Like I was having the best time out there. And I just thought that is so comical. Like, I think that's why I don't really let it get to me because my life is so amazing and I have such amazing friends and family that I just, you know, it's, yeah. I've had it since I was so young as well. One that's thing. for you and that's for your trolling. Yeah. 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 One thing I do always say about Lottie when people ask me, oh, Lottie, like, what's she like? Blah, blah. There is one thing that, like, I just applaud you for. Lottie just doesn't give a flying fuck. <laughs> like, no. genuinely, like, she just owns it. She runs with it. And you, I mean, sometimes things do get to you, but you're very thick-skinned and you do, you look at things matter-of-fact and you just laugh them laugh them off. And it's the best way to be, especially, and I think that's why you're able to do what you do. Yeah. Because 100%. I couldn't personally, because I just, I would, I would, you're way more carefree than I am. Like, I'm more, like, structured, like, you're just, like, which is amazing to be like that, you know? It's a really lovely way to be. But that's, it's to... amazing that we've got so many... And, like, I think I've, I've, as I've grown up, I've realised, like, I love being surrounded by people that are different to me as well. And, like, when, you know, when we were growing up, it's so, like, interesting because we, we were, like, best friends for such a long time. Yeah. And we were so different, but, yeah, we got along so well. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, Ying and Yang. I don't expect, like, people around me to be the same as me. Do you know what I mean? I think it's so interesting that I'll go out and meet people that are lawyers or doctors or work in this or work in that, work in, you know, film production and stuff. And I find it so interesting that we're all so different. I think that yeah. should be embraced, that we all have different yeah. things. Like when I met, I actually met Chloe Cherry from Euphoria. I don't know if you ever watched Euphoria. I met her at a party in LA and I said to her, wow, you're doing so well now. You know, you've come out of port. She did, you know, porn for years. Very big porn star. Which one was that? She was a girl with the big lips, the blonde girl with the big lips. I watch a lot of porn and I've never heard of her. Uh, <laughs> yes, right. Girl. And she, um, she's doing really well now. She's doing, um, like, uh, Urban Decay campaigns. Wow. She, like, uh, does, like, Mark... She's done, like, Mark Jacobs, I think, now. She was down you Fortnite, like, did this big TV show. And I said, like, do you ever miss it? And she was like, oh, I wish I could do porn again. I loved it. She was like, I miss it so much. Like, so this is the thing. You get people that you know, like, actually really love it. And I think I'd love for these people to see that there are actually people that really love doing this, yeah. you know? I just think that we live in a society which is so mainstream, we're so ruled from the moment we are born, then we go to school. It's A4 from day one, which really doesn't allow for personalities to sort of develop. Yeah. And you had, to a certain extent, that freedom until you started modelling. And suddenly they wanted to conform you again back into that sort of, oh, we don't really want you to be with those people or look like that. That is like putting a, a free animal in cage. You know? I remember because I was living with Lottie at the time when her modelling career was like booming. You know, she was flying from one day in New York, then you'd have one night in London, then you'd be in LA, then you'd come back, then you'd be in Japan. And it was like this whole roller coaster and you were just like, so it just was not you yeah the clothes they were making you wear the things they were making you do she used to be like this isn't me like I don't yeah. enjoy this I want to be like I remember once when they came when you came home and I was like 
Lots, where have your eyebrows gone? And oh was my like, God. They've dyed my eyebrows. <laughs> Do you remember, we were going out that night and I came in and I'd had a wig on all day, a short wig, like shorter than my mum's wig, right? I... my wig. Shorter than my mum's wig. This is, this is real hair. Shorter than her hair, I meant. And they made me wear this wig and it was, I, I, just, I was in a forest. There, yeah, it was, it was so, so weird. Such a weird photo shoot. I didn't even know I was there. And they came back and Emily, where's your eyebrows? And I was like, we have to dye them back before we go out. So I dyed them back and they were ginger for like three days, I remember. But even then you were like, I don't want to go. Like, and, and you know, it's weird because you're right. Like you would think as an outsider looking in, a 19 year old flying around making a, in a, a ton of money. Like the money yeah, that was Lottie crazy. was making was at, like unbelievable. Yeah. And you'd think... How can you not be happy doing that? How can she not enjoy this? Mm. You know, you're making so much money. You're living the dream, but it wasn't the dream to yeah. you. It really was the other just thing was I the think chore. that was the sad thing at the beginning. I thought it was the dream. I got sold the dream. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like when you meet a guy and he sells you the dream and then you realise, actually, that was <laughs> you, all a facade. <laughs> you also think that you can have a job and then a private life. Yeah. Which is, you know, for yeah. most people, you go, you have a profession, you go there and do it. And I think it would have been different if Charlotte was had been, you know, been able to at least have her private self. Mm. And, you know, if you... If you yeah, were, so right. It was almost like her whole life mm. was a job. Yeah, yeah. I mean, God, I, I, I don't... I've, I don't think we helped that scenario, though, because Lottie and I would just go out all the time <laughs> <laughs> and just get drunk, and then the paps would be standing outside, and we'll be going... <laughs> well, I think that wasn't necessarily sometimes, like, our fault as well, because we had a little snake with, that was friends oh with us. Oh, my God. <gasps> that was about. so bad. That was actually also sad, and that's, I think, when you realise, like, who are my friends? Yeah. I want to move on now to your TV career, which is... I am like, very proud of you. I watched the first episodes of Celebs Go Dating. Maiden and Chelsea are going to squirm because they have literally asked me since the day I started, any chance you can get Lottie Motts on with you? And now you've actually done TV. What are your thoughts? Like, do you enjoy it? Tell me everything. I think Maiden Chelsea wasn't the right TV show for me, which yeah. is why I didn't choose that one. But you're much more like... I feel like you fit in a lot better with those people than I, I think I ever did, to be completely honest. And the reason I was even around those people was because you were my best friend and you were on the show and I was dating someone on the show. But yeah, those celebs has been the perfect fit for me, honestly. I'm so glad I chose it. And I had two options. I got approached by two different TV shows and one of them was celebs. And I'm so happy that I picked celebs because the other one was just not going to happen. Um, it was more of a like down and dirty TV show. Oh, like, really? Where it was like, you know, it was, it was SAS. I don't know if you could put that in, but it was <laughs> SAS. Imagine, babe. I watched one episode of that after the phone call and I thought, better not. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Can't handle it. But it, was, it came at like a, a point where I was like, do you know what? I've done so much in my career already and, you know, I've done modelling and I've done OnlyFans and I was like, you know what, this seems like a, a, a nice next step. Yeah, in my organic. Career. And I'm in a really good place in my life right now as well. I wanted to do TV when I was in a good place and I just had the best time. Honestly, it was like, if you ever get the opportunity, please do it. The people well, I'm sure Jordan, are... he'd love it. Yeah. <laughs> Forgot about your boyfriend, the pictures everywhere. <laughs> Who cares? No, you know what? I weirdly got approached um, the summer that I met Jordan and... They, there was a, we weren't fully together and they really wanted me to do it. And I, it was an amazing fee and everything. And I just thought to myself, my whole being on TV is being tr very true to myself. And I thought I could take the money and hide Jordan for six yeah, weeks. Yeah, a lot like, of people I, do that. I could do that. People have done it in the past. Maybe I do it. It's, you know, a house deposit at the end of the day, this money. 
And then I just thought, you know what, Emily, that isn't you. And that's not what you stand for on your whole like journey of being on reality. And, you know, for me, I'm very much, I want to keep it real. I want to be myself. But did you find, right, being on Slebs Go Dating, like, you know, it's like a whole journey. Because I thought that you'd be perfect for this because you've never really, like, you're very open, which is perfect because they want that. But like, it was it like a was it an actual process? Like the questions they were asking, were you like learning stuff from the show? Honestly, when I first went on out, I thought TV show, bit of money, go on a few dates, snog a few guys, perfect, money in the bank, easiest money I've ever made. Do you know what I mean? But actually doing this process, and it's interesting actually because I've spoke to the other celebrities about this. We all actually properly cried. Like, gen- not fake tears, genuinely cried while talking to the agents because That's Paul cool. and Anna and Tara all... Well, uh, Tara has a PhD. Paul has worked with Oprah. He was uh, her date... He worked with her to be, to be a dating coach. Um, Anna is also... She's a life coach. Like, they actually are all qualified in what they do. Mm. And, my God, they get in there with the... Because the thing is with dating is, like, all of your patterns in dating relate back to trauma relate back to the family, relate back to, it's all, you are the way you are when you date because of things that have happened to you in your life. Yeah. And it's all to do with if you're insecure, if you're scared, if you have commitment issues, there's always a reason for those things. And um, they dig deep, man. Like I didn't realize when I would sit with them, they would really go in. I was like, fuck, <laughs> maybe that is why, why I do maybe, that. <laughs> do you know what though? I think, and I, I think this is going to do you the world of good. Not that anything needs, you'd need that. Well, I'm a different but, person from when I started to now, honestly. But I also just think that people are going to get to know the real you. People only see on Instagram, and this is people that don't know you and, and ask me about you. And I'm like, you, she's, there's so much more mm-hmm. to Lottie. Like, you have an incredible personality. You've got a great, like, soul, a great vibe. You know, you're not just some girl who posts photos of... Nipples. But you also Nipples. Send, and I'm not just like a model either. But you also yeah. send that, Charlotte. And I think that was one of the reasons why I wanted to do the show. And it's a positive TV show as yeah. well. It's not like I Love it. Island where oh, they... it's a good laugh. Where they, like, try and cause, you know, things yeah. like that yeah. and, like, try and make you out to be... Because as well, unlike a lot of these uh, reality shows, there's got to be a villain. It's got to be the nice one. They've got to be the funny one. They always kind of, like... Don't we and, and they can edit... And you know this. They can edit you. Because I remember seeing you on Main Chelsea, and I was like, that's so not Emily. Like, at the beginning, mm. they would edit you down. They would never let you have, like, a word in edgeways. I remember, like, the like, first few episodes I watched of you, and you were like, I spoke so much, and they completely cut me out. Yeah, like, they do. And things like that. And I, I had... I actually had someone come up to me at a PA once, and they were like, that Emily's a bitch. And I was like, that's my best friend. I live with her. And they were like, oh... <laughs> But also, what you see on the show is, like, not how it is. Do you know what I mean? Because it is so edited. And that was one of my worries. I was like, oh, God, like, are they going to edit this? But do you know what? Like, they said to me, we can promise you, like, that's not the kind of TV show that we're looking for. Like, this is just a fun, like, dating process or so I thought. <laughs> have you made friends on there? We don't have to go into any details about anyone <laughs> in particular. Well... But, I mean, the girls, boys... I'm obsessed with Chloe Burrows. I love her. Like, I feel like you guys are long lost sisters. Genuinely, she's like me, but a few years ago, I think. Like, she, I I used to be very, very crazy like her, and I think if I'd met her in my like very crazy era, I think we probably would have blown the world up. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like a catastrophe, World War Three. But like. She is such a funny person. She's so genuinely sweet and nice. And it's so nice as well to speak to someone that's like just sort of come into this yeah. fame and stuff like that. And she said, you know what, you're like one of the most genuine people I've met in this whole like industry. Because people were like quite different. She is just like, when I tell you what you see is what you get. 
how she is on the show is how she is in person. But like, that's, what you're, that's what you're yeah. like. And you. Yeah, exactly. Um, and Spuds as well. He's a great guy. Comedian. He's, he's funny. So first episode I watched last night, loved it. Thought the, the comedian, whoever that is, that speaks over the top, just has me in hysterics. He's I think so he's funny. great. Yeah, he Mark is as well. Mark. You know, Mark, Mark is an icon. Mark is an icon here, right? But let me, this is a little inside scoop. So I have done, I was probably on the main Chelsea with Mark for around about three years at the same time. I have never, ever spoken to him and he has never, ever spoken to me. Not once. Swear on my, maybe one word at an event day. He, he would never, ever like speak to anyone. You know, Mark is lovely and he has been like nothing but so sweet to everyone on set all of the producers, me, like he's made, you know, on these dates and stuff, I think there's times when you go and you don't really want to be there or you course, don't really like your yeah. date. And he just goes with that. Anything that they throw at him, he just went with that. And all the producers were so, they just had nothing but amazing things to say. But I will say when we had like some shoot days, he would just go off and do his own thing sometimes. And I think he has to maybe just like spending time by himself or, you know, like we, our first day at the mixer. And it's funny on the first episode, you can see him going and sitting on that mat. On my life, the whole shoot day on that day, he went and sunbathed in the garden. And we were all like, you know, chatting and stuff, getting to know each other. He just went to sunbathed in the garden because that's where he wanted to be. Like, I think he just, he has his own friends and he has his, you know, I think some people just like prefer being a little bit away from the drama, a little bit away from the noise. Yeah, but when you're on a show, you're on a show. I mean, come on, he's been... No, but when, he, when he's in the scene, you know, he commits and when he's needed, he commits and he's there and he's okay. talking to all of us and... You know, we've, you know, we went to a, a press launch the other day and he was there with all of us, went to the pub with us afterwards. Mm. Like, he is very involved, but I That's think... That's good. You know, I think he just, like... It is a lot when you're around these people all the time, filming with them and then off camera as well, sitting and chatting with them. Sometimes you just want to be like, I'm, I'm here to do my job. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, yeah. it is a job as well for yeah. some people. So it's like... I'm here to do my thing, and then apart from that, I'm going to go... He, he would go and sit in the coffee shop next door and just read his book or, you know, have phone is, calls. Um, have any... Was any of them, like, divas? Because people on Main Chelsea say <laughs> they go and do celebs go dating, and celebs go dating, they treat their cast... Because they're talent, essentially, because, you know, you're all celebs. So they have, like... They get really... Like, did they do, like, book cars for you? They're, like, incredible with, like, the whole... Oh, they get you food it. whenever you want it. Like, whatever you want. So they always say, oh, that you can tell when they've been on Celebs Go Dating because they come back and they give everyone on Main Chelsea... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah they're like, like, where's my car? Where's my Mercedes? Yeah. Where's my <laughs> no, car? they would literally get me a Mercedes every morning, Mercedes back, like, it very, like... Crawford cars. Crawford cars, yeah. <laughs> any of the celebs, were they any, any of them diva-ish? And not in a bad way, but Vanessa Feltz. And you know what? She is the queen. She is so the she is queen. Allowed. She's allowed to be a diva, but she is. She's a diva, but she is. A, she's just an. I think she's an icon as well. Like I love her. I think I she's so I'm funny. I'm impressed with her as well because I mean, at the end of the day, it's it's kind of. A, I hadn't really watched watched it before, and I thought it was more of a young people's show. So I didn't really think. Uh, it was, you know, meant for my age group at all. Uh, and you see the other contestants are all young people. And, you know, I think that, you know, it's brave it's to ballsy. go on. It really yeah. is because you are... She's opening herself up for quite a lot of, you know... And also, she's been through a lot in the past yeah, you know, well. year and stuff no, with I, you know, her divorce. And I think the way she's come out of it, I applaud her. Yeah. By the way, she is the most incredible businesswoman. She is on top of her game. Like, she is... Like, I've never seen someone so committed to their work. Like, she was filming um, her t other TV show and Celebs Go Dating at the same time. 
she would leave celebs and then she'd go and film her show and then she'd come back and film. Wow. Like she was, she is so dedicated, so hardworking, such a boss, always showed up looking like a million dollars. Like, and I just, I really applaud her because I think after going through something like what she has gone through, there's not a lot of people that can pick themselves up off the floor after 16 years of marriage mm -hmm. and just be like, you know what? I'm not gonna let him ruin me. I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna do better than ever. Yeah, you know what I, I mean? Think. And she's really, <laughs> She is just like, Respect honestly, an inspiration. Yeah. Like, she's really yeah. incredible person. And a diva, come on. But like, deep, but, yeah, babe, she's, diva like what? She's diva old like, enough to be where's allowed my tea? to be. Where's my tea? There's not enough sugar She's in just this. like, she, she's, it's like, it's like how you say like, someone's just a diva, like, she's just like, she knows what she wants and she oh, gets okay. it, do you know what I mean? She's like. Love that from her. But, but yeah, she shows up and she's always, you know, she's on time and she does what she needs to do. And yeah, and I, I think it was hard for her as well because, you know, I was with her through the process and I think it's hard to find someone when you're, at that age, do you know what I mean? Like, may I just say that from yesterday? Ooh. Oh, I know the people Ouch. that she got. But I mean, a lot of people at that mixer, including the people they were for me and Chloe. Yeah, I'm sorry. Sorry, like, and the casting. One of the casting producers was there, so he casts all the mix of like the people that we have to date. Me and Chloe went back in, and we were like, "What is this?" <laughs> well, if I'd been Vanessa, I would have walked out. I w I'm mm. sorry to say, and you know, no disrespect to the guys that was there, as in the mix, but slightly disrespectful. Are you kidding me? So celebs go dating, right? The question that I've got to ask that everyone's going to be wanting to know: Did you find love? No. <laughs> Solid no. Solid no. I would say yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. <laughs> no. I mean, I had my fun. I think went on a few dates, kissed a few frogs. Um. But I think essentially it was just like, it's also when you're working with people that closely and you the whole like line between reality and real life, kind of like reality TV and like real life becomes like very blurred. Um, so things are always like heightened as well. And I think sometimes you confuse feelings for maybe sort of just like a sexual tension or like you fancy someone, but there isn't really like anything there. And I think like me and Adam obviously had a little we've had a little thing on the show. I've seen you in the Daily Mail with him. So yes. I was like, oh dear, because <laughs> he strikes me as a guy, I don't know him, but he strikes me as a player, just someone that you, a dog. That you that's just gonna cause you nothing but ag. He's all about himself. Honestly. And he, he rates himself. Honestly. But your first thought was. Yeah. Dad. So I genuinely went into the show and I was like, they were like, right, so we've got, because I told them my type and I said, I love tattoos. I love like, you know, sexy, like. Tall, dark, handsome. Tall, dark, handsome vibes. You know, that's like, I think it's a bit of everyone. And they showed me Adam and I was like, no, Love Island, please. <laughs> like, not to be like judgmental towards Love Island, but I'm just saying like, I was like, those guys that go on it just yeah. like, aren't a bit of me. Like, I like my guys a little bit edgier. Oh, not only did he go at once, he went on, he went back for more. He went on it twice. He literally could not find love. <laughs> Having seen it. Did you actually have feelings for him though? Like you were being fully yourself and real. Well, about this them. is the thing. I liked him when I was on the show, like when we were filming together and things like that. But we didn't spend that much time together, like out of filming, because he obviously lives in Newcastle. I live in London. So I think a lot of it, like I think I thought I really liked him, but coming out of it now and 
I, I kind of think maybe it was just sort of like a sexual tension, tension thing. Like, he's a very good looking guy and, you know. He showed you attention. And, and he showed like... me attention. And we had a laugh together and we were filming all the time and it was, it was long quite days. It was predictable, wasn't it? When it was you quite look predictable, at it back yeah. Now, you can see it's, it was yeah. quite predictable. But, um,. But yeah, so I think you know, and I'm 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 a sucker for like being delusional <laughs> about men sometimes, and I'll be like, aren't we all? And I think sometimes like when you come out of it, you're like, mm, maybe that wasn't you know any like maybe it wasn't what we thought it was. Do you know what I mean? Everything happens for a reason. But everything happens for a reason, and we had a really good time on the show. I get a little bit upset because you tend to do this, and I think that's the female thing to do is to sort of take the blame upon themselves. But you shouldn't you shouldn't say that. Oh, I should probably have seen it. Or I probably should have known. I mean, he is a smooth operator. Trust me. And why should she know? Why should yeah. she detect mm. this? I mean, it's, it's yeah. if you do that, you will never kind of trust anybody. No, yeah, man. absolutely. Uh, but also, so as as a woman, we shouldn't really be trusting bad in 2023, believing what they say. <laughs> what a stupid thing for me to do to believe what he said to me on that show. I mean, when they when a person says that they like you and they have feelings for you, it's quite weird when they actually don't. You know, <laughs> like it's so interesting because I've dated so many of these guys where they'll go. You thought I liked you after dating you for six months. <laughs> you thought I actually liked you when I spent every day with you. Oh my God, this girl's an idiot. Like they almost like get shocked when you're like, yeah, I thought this was something. And they're like, what? Yeah. Oh no, don't worry. We, there are so many people that have the same situation. Yeah. You are not there. So many people relate. You know, it's like, mm. oh what? We, we weren't going out, but you saw me every single night and you bought me presents and introduced me to your family. But you know, yeah, but, we're, but, we're, but we're nothing. But we're nothing. Yeah. And I can still go out and date other girls. Right. Right. Um, yeah. Sure. So you know, men they. But this is another with, you know, we used to, you know, not using the L word. We shouldn't sort of love anybody before we were really serious. While, you know, you could do everything except calling each other boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah. Because oh, when I said oh, what about your boyfriend? Oh, mom, don't call him that. Don't call. Maybe him that's that. slightly my commitment issues. And I'm sort of thinking, <laughs> well, okay, so you can, you know, you're in a relationship, obviously, but you're not. Yeah, no. Uh, so it's a, it's a lot of sort of, it's very blur. I find now relationships, and mm. it's, it's very, it's a lot of uh, commitment issues here. You know, people seem to be so scared. Of committing yeah. to a relationship. Yeah. Do you know why? It's because everyone thinks the grass is greener. And they think that because of social media now, you know, the the next big thing, the next, there's better, there's more, there's so much option now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they just... Totally. Yeah. You know, but all, yeah. in all, all in all, I had a great experience. Brilliant. Yeah. 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 We like that. Yeah. And what do you, is there any particular man that you're like, oh, trying to manifest for Lottie? Dear, please send my daughter. Oh, God. Or woman. Or woman? Um, No. The thing is that we've talked about this before. I have, there is one main rule in my, uh, what I expect, you know, or what is important in relationship to any human being, and it is respect. If we have respect for each other, then a lot of the bad things will fall wayside automatically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I have no problem with whatever Charlotte wants to choose, whether it's a girl, whether it's a boy, whether it's uh, whatever, as long as the guy has respect for her and treats her decently. You know, it's just mm. about respect. I mean, respect and then humour is pretty close to that. And trust. You can't be with somebody boring, can you? No. 
Yeah. Yeah. You know, you say trust. Trust comes under uh, respect. Yeah. Yes. You know, anything you could say of what comes underneath respect. Yeah. Mm. No, but I'm obsessed with respect. Yeah, I like it. No, I like it. So that is my, and I, you know, I'd love to see, and I know because she's, you would be a lovely mom and you love to have, you know, the whole package and, and all of that. Mm. And uh, I've been looking in the wrong, I think I tend uh, to, have you now. I think I tend to go for guys that are a little bit like, no. not the best, not the best reputations. And like, but I think I'm sort of coming out of that now where I'm like, you know, my, I had a boyfriend in uh, January of this year. Um, it didn't work out because of distance, but you know, he was a lovely guy and he was very, nice like, you know, he was a firefighter, he was very sweet, he was Australian. Like That very, was your first, I think, the first guy like, nice that guy. you dated that was normal. That was just like, an nice. ordinary guy with ordinary friends, which was all of them really nice people. And I think, yeah. I think you finally, you saw that side of a guy that actually they, they exist. Yeah. Yeah. There's some princes out there. there pray for me, guys. We will pray I'm, for I'm you. I'm praying. No, uh, you'll get there when the time's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's yeah. You're enjoy your, way. your journey. I think that you're definitely. I'm on also the very, right very now. focused on my career right now. Yeah, enjoy your and journey. I'm really not wanting like anyone to hold me back. So I think like that's another thing I feel a little bit like. I don't really feel like sad about the Adam thing because I'm just like I feel so happy about my career and stuff right now because I'm like, I just feel like that was a chapter and like now it's like there's so much good stuff happening for me yeah, right now brilliant. that I just like feel so I and it's the first time in my life where I felt more interested in my career than in guys just that's like it feels like men is just like an add-on for me I'm like that's a extra do you know what I mean I think that's quite interesting because you ages ago you used to be obsessed with having a boyfriend and being like why won't why can't I have a boyfriend why I was like because you're not can, like you're not content in yourself yet yeah. and yeah. as soon as you get content in yourself and you've short sorted your shit out and you've got you, what you want to do with your life and where you're going and you're kind of like a purpose yeah that's when it'll all fall into place yeah. anyway and I see such growth in you Lottie even from like the last year two years where you're just completely different mm -hmm. like you're just got your like you're just I, th I think you're absolutely now. right. And I also think that, you know, when you meet the guy that you marry, you know, you're going to be with him for a few years. There's time, there's time. But I, I agree. Know. I think that she, I think she's mm. changed a lot yeah. for the better and that she's finding herself and she's, she's yeah. You you're know. like a beautiful butterfly, Lottie. Indeed. Oh my God. Well, what a lovely little way to end the podcast. I know. I, I, we could sit here and chat for, oh, yes. honestly. Well, we'll go and chat for hours. We're going for lunch, <laughs> we'll aren't we? We're going now. Um, but thank you guys so much. Oh, it's been pleasure. so fun. We love you. having you on the pod, haven't oh, we? Thank you. The yeah. best day ever. Uh, <laughs> great thank you. Thank day. you. Thank you. It was, it's great fun. Well, the four of us haven't been together for years. I think the last no. time we got packed together. Oh. <laughs> well, thank you guys for having us on. We've oh, had yeah. an amazing time. Yeah. Let's continue the party. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. <laughs> so thank you so much Inga oh. and Lottie and thank you ever so much for listening to our pod we're going to have to cut it off there we wish we didn't so yeah like, subscribe, rate us give us a little comment and um, we thank you so much for tuning in Ah, mmm the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on that's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. 
Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.